Hello, everyone, and welcome to One-on-One -on -one with the Multi-Asset Management Team. My name is Marcello Holditch, and I'm a Vice President and Portfolio Manager on the team. As we entered the second half of 2021, investors started to raise concerns with us about the Delta variant, peak growth rates, peak money supply, peak valuations, and the rolling off of government subsidies. This month, I will share our thoughts and explain why it still makes sense for us to overweight equity inside of our portfolios. Let's start with the virus. It is without a doubt an obstacle for achieving normalcy. However, it is unlikely to trigger large-scale lockdowns as a large portion of the population in Canada and other parts of the developed world are vaccinated, and those individuals who are vaccinated are either protected or generally only have mild cases. In Canada, approximately 70 to 80 percent of new cases are caused by unvaccinated individuals that make up 30 percent or less of the population. Cases will likely decline at some point as the unvaccinated population either get COVID or get vaccinated. The reality is we'll have to live with the virus and adjust our lifestyle for some period of time. And even though economies may grow below full potential in 2021 as people only slowly return to their normal lifestyle, the pent-up demand backed by savings will be unleashed in the coming quarters. We anticipate both Canada and the U.S. to grow at 6% this year, followed by another above-average growth year in 2022 of at least 4%. So even though growth rates have peaked, economies are still growing very strongly. And some of that growth is constraints are supply chain related, and those will continue to improve over time as well. So now what about central banks and monetary policy? Central banks globally grew their balance sheets by trillions in 2020. And it's unrealistic to assume that that will continue forever. We do anticipate that central banks will begin to reduce the amount of stimulus in 2021 and global monetary supply will likely peak sometime in 2022. But while the expansion will slow or slightly reverse, most of the money supply that was created is here to stay. And this means the positive impacts will have lasting effects. Now, what about valuation? Stock markets are indeed trading at higher than normal valuations. But like many variables in the stock market, normal is rarely seen. Interest rates, for example, are close to zero. Bond yields are below inflation across the curve, and investors are no, inflate, no interest in savings accounts. And on the other hand, it is extremely cheap to borrow. And most importantly, corporate earnings are growing. Valuations are made up of two components, price and earnings. If earnings don't grow and price just continues to grow, then that's a problem. But what we have seen most recently is that prices have been growing, but earnings have been growing strongly as well. And that's what we expect to continue in the near future. And last but not least, as job conditions improve, governments will begin cutting subsidies. And while those subsidies will be cut, the cash flows to those individuals are being replaced by payrolls. And in summary, even with all the concerns cited above, which was the Delta variant, peak growth rates, peak money supply, peak valuations, and the rolling off of government subsidies, stocks still remain our preferred investment. And one last point this month is that in Canada, we do have a federal election coming up. We've been asked by a few people on what effects that will have on the market. Right now, the poll suggests it's a race between the Conservatives and the Liberals for a minority leadership, and the winner will only form a minority government. In any case, this election will likely have a limited market impact, and it has had limited market impact so far. And part of the reason is because the fiscal policies of both of those major parties I listed earlier are largely aligned. And that means that deficit spending is going to continue for the foreseeable future. 
Thank you again, and we'll speak more next month. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.